it's me, Sean Capri, and welcome to episode 46 of a brand new rebooted We the Gamer Cast. It is hosted by WeTheNerdy.com and it publishes on iTunes every Monday. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for rating us on iTunes. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being you. How are you? I think you look great today. Look at you. Just that shirt and those pants and those socks. Man, socks are a big deal now. You look, you're rocking those socks. You're a sock rocker. Good to have you here. Thank you so much for listening. Um, but let's jump into this whole thing. If you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet and we talk about video games. And if you want to be part of the show, just send me a sweet tweet. A sweet. At Sean Capri, that's Sean like Connery Capri, like the pants. You'll know if you've been around that last week was a good show. We had Dave Moore. He was a sweet dude. We've been in contact ever since. I think we became best friends, as as is kind of just what happens here on We The Gamer Cast. It, it, it happened again this week with, with Jason Lacey. I just, just hung up with him. We had a great chat. For some reason, we talked about Yoda having intercourse that was weird, but uh, if you listen to to Flux Deposed, I th- which I think you should, that's that's Jason's show that he does with Lucas. Excellent show. I've been listening to it a lot lately, just and I'm going to. I've now committed to it. I've got to go back all the way to the beginning. So that is a thing that is going to happen. We'll get to Jason in just a second because man, what a cool dude! Like we just had such a great chat, just very chill. I wasn't sure where exactly. Sometimes I have like an idea where I want to take conversations. I, I have like a like a path in mind. This one, because of the way Jason does his show, the way that Flexipose just kind of like flows, I thought that we might do something a little bit more like that. And I think it turned out okay. You'll have you'll have a listen in just a second. Um little little update, everyone. I made I think I made a really good decision. I I sold my my old iPad, the, the the first, remember when they used to call like iPad and then they went iPad 2 and then they just went back to iPad with Retina. They just, they, I, technically it was the iPad 3. Um, I just sold that because I don't think that it was working too great. I, I, I was really holding on to it so that it would be if I wanted to, I don't know, like order something on Amazon and I wanted more like a bigger keyboard kind of thing. Or if I wanted to maybe read the odd comic, like the one comic a year that I would read, I had my iPad sitting around. And ultimately, like this thing just, it was so bogged down by apps and things that I was never really getting to. And it was old and slow. It didn't ever update. It was always, it always had like 16 to 32 updates that it, that it needed. So I sold this thing because I found something else I wanted to spend my money on, but I didn't want to dig into the savings account. I figured I would just sort of trade an old iPad for a new 3DS. Yes, Nintendo, it worked. Finally, you have somebody who got rid of their tablet and bought one of your products. It was me. This is not my first 3DS. It's not even my first new 3DS. And for anybody who listens to me on If We Run Nintendo with Bobby Pauls, you know that I'm kind of silly because I have a new 3DS XL. It's the... Uh, what the heck was it? The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask limited edition. I've got that in the basement somewhere and I just don't want to open it because maybe because it is limited. Uh, I don't, I just don't want to, I don't want to crack the seal on it. It's a, it's a collector's item. I've got a couple of 3DS, 3DSi, 3DS, 3DSs in the, still in the case. 
collector's items. Probably one of the most ridiculous collections that I've ever done and probably ever will do. I don't know who collects $200 items. That's kind of stupid. But we live and learn. So I didn't want to open up that other one, but I found this 3DS. It's not an XL. It's just a, a regular size new 3DS with Super Mario 3D Land on it. It's got a couple of face plates. And that, my friend, I think is going to be my new obsession. The face plates for the new 3DS, uh, not available on the XL, by the way. You can only get it on the smaller version. Um, I'm just, I'm just loving it. I, sometimes, as you can imagine, I, I suffer from tremendous buyer's remorse. Buyer's remorse? Why did I have trouble saying that? Buyer's remorse, the, the remorse of purchasing. I always find a way to go like, maybe that wasn't a good decision. This is 100% a great decision. I don't regret selling my iPad. I don't regret putting that money directly towards it. It was like a straight trade. It was, I sold my iPad for 200 bucks and I went and bought my, oh, I guess tax. I had to pay tax for my, for my new 3DS. So I was out $10 for my new 3DS. I've discovered the face plates are wonderful. I love the screen. It's a little bigger than the original 3DS, the smaller version. It's a little bigger, but not quite as big as the XL. But with that, I kind of get that nice sharpness of the screen. I love the colorful buttons. I love the little C-stick. I want to get into Monster Hunter a little bit. There's a couple other games I kind of want to check out. There's a Resident Evil game, I think, that uses that as well. And maybe even I might even give uh blast ball another chance metroid federation force just came out so all of a sudden i feel like i've just got like this whole library and the 3ds i i tweeted it today it might be my favorite handheld i have a soft spot for uh the game boy advance the, the clamshell one the sp version that is really quite nice uh, the Game Boy, of course, I have a lot of good memories for that, but the 3DS has turned out to be quite great. I've rekindled my love for 3D Land. This is a game that I think doesn't really get enough love. Tweet at me if you think, if you love 3D Land as much as I do, or if you're, uh, you think I'm way off, let me know about that too, and I'll just call you wrong, I guess, because I think it's incredible. I love the music. It's kind of got this whole uh, Monster Zinc kind of Pixar music kind of quality to it, and I love the levels. This is perfect for me taking the bus into work. You play a couple levels, you feel like you accomplished something. I'm already into World 3, mostly done World 3. I'm getting all the stars. I'm getting the gold flags. There's so much to do. I'm just loving 3D Land. Even though I've got all these other things that I could play, this will be... Um, this will be the second time I play through it. I 100%ed it the first time. I just love me some 3D Land. Love me my new 3DS. It feels good in my hand. Um, and, and this will take me to <laughs> the promised land. This will take me to the NX when we'll finally, hopefully, be able to play our, our home console games on the go. I can't wait to see what happens there. But what else? That That's kind of a big deal to me. That was. I'm glad that I don't regret it. It's difficult too because I I bought this. There's if there's any regret, it's and it's not even really regret. But if there's any trouble in paradise, it's that I'm playing Chrono Trigger for the first time. I've played it kind of before. I've gotten maybe a couple hours in a few times. I I've always like kind of restarted and I always get distracted. And mainly because every time I've played it before or I've launched Chrono Trigger up, it's always been very in a casual way. I've ne- I've never. Even when I started, I'd never really imagined myself finishing it. And so when something else came up, I had no problem walking away from it. But now I 
I fully intend on playing Chrono Trigger. Now that I'm telling you this, I feel like I'm even more locked into it. Um, what an excellent game. The only problem is that I'm playing it on my Vita and I really just, I've, I always hear about problems with software emulation. I always think like, well, people are being picky. They're being kind of babies about stuff. Um, but there are a couple issues here. It does seem, um, a little janky between just when you, when you start up a battle, I'll have to check out some original gameplay. Um, and if you guys know about this as well, hit me up on Twitter. I don't know if there's supposed to be this lag when I when I hit the menu button or when I get out of the menu or when I start a battle or things like that. There seems to be this massive delay that um, is somewhat somewhat frustrating. It's not the end of the world, but I mean, the fact that I'm playing with a Vita, this thing is super powerful and I'm playing a Super Nintendo game or a PlayStation 1, I guess, uh, game. Uh, it's just weird. It's weird to me that I guess the software emulation also brings forward all of the the limitations of the original experience. I'm not sure that might that might be it as well. And uh, off the top of my head, I don't know if Chrono Trigger is on Super Nintendo, like the the Virtual Console on New 3DS, because it is. If it is, I might jump over there. I got Chrono Trigger for super cheap on the Vita, so this is me just streaming my consciousness into your ears. By the way, um, we'll keep this part somewhat short. <laughs> I realize I probably say that every week, and then I go on for 20 minutes. But let's get right into it. I'll get into uh, get into my chat with Jason Lacey of Flex Deposed, and again, I didn't know where we were going to take this. I just we just have a very super chill chat, and if you guys want to just sit back, grab a a diet soda, a diet cola, perhaps maybe even a, a non caffeinated, maybe just a, a ginger ale. This is really just a nice trip through down memory lane we can discover the origins of flex deposed um we also is this the first jason we've had on the show the very first jason the, the the guy who we scream at the end of every episode here he is jason lacy Well, I wanted to talk to you about Flux Depose like right off the start because you guys have been doing it for a little while. And this is one that I've like, I think you and I first crossed paths maybe in like the Married to the Games group or something like that. And I started seeing like your, your podcast pop up a long time ago. And I'm shameful in my admission that I am so late to the party on this one. But I have to I have to go. I have to go back because you guys have been doing this for a little while and like I'm curious as to just first of all how you and Lucas even know each other. If I go back in the episodes, I'm sure I will find this out. But I'm gonna cheat a little bit and just ask you. No, uh, we actually Lucas and I actually went to high school together. Um, of course, we, you did. Uh, <laughs> I graduated. I was a, a few grades ahead of him. And I didn't really know him um, that one high, high school. Actually, oddly enough, I think I was. I think I was two grades, two grade levels ahead of him. So my junior year, like he was a freshman, and I, I had I took a course that I didn't that I should have taken like way before that called life management and you basically learned all this you know really basic stuff it's like a complete joke of a class but I remember but Lu- that's a Lucas- thing yeah it's a thing that sounds and- really good that sounds really <laughs> valuable <laughs> yeah. and Lucas was like one of those little little immature freshmen that I couldn't stand I was like who is this guy this is Lucas <laughs> uh, Lucas uh. he was like 
And um, <laughs> uh, then later on, we actually had a, a circle of friends that was the whole, we were the nerdy land party kids. You oh, know, they yeah, got, there it is. got together in the summers and, the, you know, every weekend and got to know him through that, uh, through that circle. And it turned out he only lived like five minutes from our parents only lived like five minutes from the house so then we just started you know became better friends throughout that and it wasn't until like probably more when i after i graduated high school that we really hung out more and then when i moved out you know i he came along with me lived with me we lived together for a year or two and still remain friends Star cross lovers from from across the street. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. so. Uh, you skipped over like land parties. What what kind of games are we talking about here? When you guys are uh, like this, are you, is, this is what I like. Computers and yeah, this is what I think back of like the glory days of PC gaming. Oh, you know, it, was, yeah. it was back with um, you know we didn't play. You know, we did play like you know Quake Arena a little bit, but um, you know the first Call of Duty. You know, Call of Duty. Oh wow! Yeah, um, the expansion. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, was it United Offensive? Mm-hmm. I want to think um, Unreal Tournament, uh, Warcraft Three, Starcraft. Uh, Those are kind of hardcore. Like, did you know it? At the, like, I didn't realize playing Warcraft growing up that like that that whole scene was way more hardcore than I had really any idea of. Except for any time I would get matched up with somebody from the Korea servers on Battle.net. <laughs> I was like, oh shoot, this is you, not... You're in, in my, for a bad time. This is not a good time at all. <laughs> but were you guys kind of like into that level of, of um, Warcraft, you know, my, Starcraft my, stuff? My one friend John was kind of like... We all had our games that everyone was on like another level of everyone. Like Lucas sure. actually at the time was really good at Counter-Strike. Um, I played... The bejesus out of Wolfenstein Enemy Territory, like the free multiplayer expansion for Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Nice. I played, played that. Like, um, I I want to say competitive, but you know, yeah. we we did like you know team warfare ladders and seasons and clan. You know, we played you know the whole you got to have practices so many mm-hmm. nights a week. And did you really matches? Oh yeah, we did practice you had, like, schedules practice and scrims. Stuff? Oh yeah, I remember I remember cutting out of class in college a couple times early to get home and. <laughs> And to play, and I, I ended up missing an entire season because I had a I had a like an economics class um, the same night as matches, so I missed the whole thing. But my wait, friend John, wait a minute, a se- like a season of of playing the game, like you had like yeah, like matchups like, and a schedule. Yeah, and- you had a, you had a rate, you had uh, you know your, your records, and then you had playoffs and the whole. And that was on. It was called T- It was the Team Warfare League, which was like TWL dot org. I don't know. It was Team Warfare. Dot com and it, I, don't, I think it still exists under like a, a ladder situation. I think it moved over to consoles because I remember uh, I think they had Gears of War, like the first Gears of War game. They had a, a like a ladder on sure. that and some other games. But um, jumping back, my friend my friend John was on like a whole nother level at StarCraft. I would play with him a bit, mm-hmm. but it's just I I could never. I same thing with Warcraft too. He just excels at the being able to micromanage and the whole and concept of okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna send this mass of units over here. But while they're doing that, I'm back at my base doing all this stuff. But then I go right back to those units and I can move them around to not take damage, you know, minimize mm-hmm. damage. And just. See, I had yeah. the wrong type of like reinforcement whenever I was playing Warcraft or Starcraft. Like, mo- that's really the what you want to be doing is when you're attacking with all of your guys, you want to still be at your base kind of micromanaging and stuff. But I would mm-hmm. go in for a massive attack. And basically, what would happen is I would just end up ignoring my like home base and all the, the resource management. Yeah. I'd be away from there for, I don't know, whatever that is, five or ten minutes. I'd come back, and I've had all this money, and I would just start spending them. I'm like, oh, that feels good to have all this money, but that's not <laughs> – yeah. that didn't get me ahead at all. I, I then, was Then that terrible. whole time your enemy was resupplying that whole 
whole time, and he just says, oh, here's your base. And you're all gone, and you're dead. And I just never, I don't know. My my friends kind of just, they like to troll me a little bit. And uh, they wanted, they, we really wanted to get into something like that, but I was not good enough. And they ended up just getting me, like, these Prima strategy guides, but as a total, like, dick move. <laughs> <laughs> well. What always makes me feel good, there's a channel, I don't know if it's still active, this was back when StarCraft 2, it was more new released, and it, it's a uh, Husky StarCraft, and he did, he did, you know, he would he do a lot of shoutcasts of normal matches and stuff, but he had a, a special uh, video series called Bronze League Heroes that he would do, and it specialized on, like, you know, players from the Bronze League of, of the StarCraft 2 rankings. Sure. But, you know, either those players could send it in, other people, and it, they're just the most... I don't want to say horrible because I mean yes they're lower skilled players but the the things that would happen in the match you wouldn't see in anywhere else in competitive StarCraft so you could watch this and see the the horrible decisions and stuff that would take place like okay I don't I do, do feel good about myself I could I could do this or at least I could make a fool out of myself and mm-hmm. be entertaining for others but Bronze League Heroes. It was a good time. I haven't watched it in a long time, but <laughs> I need I need something more than even like I used to print out like Warcraft two uh, strategy guides from electronic bulletin board systems. Oh, like man. I used to like um, and, but it wouldn't really help. Like I would I would play against neighbor Matt and a couple of other people, mm-hmm. but really mm-hmm. wouldn't be. But, be too much into that i was always jealous of people who actually were able to coordinate like the land party about as close as we ever get is maybe bringing a console over to somebody else's okay. house and that's that's kind of about as great yeah, as we it had gets. i think what we would regularly get like eight to ten guys that's awesome over, that's so much so, power yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the power draw you just kind of you guys are powering up your land party and yeah. you see the whole like city block just the, all the lights kind of dim oh yeah you got your crts and just these yeah. enormous desktop like what kind of what kind of computers are we talking about this time are you bringing uh, your crt computers over or are oh they, yeah yeah they're still crt i think towards the end i had one i had my, an lcd and it was like a it was sony it was like a tw- it was barely it was like only a 12 inch it was still huge, but it was still a flat <laughs> panel, and I was like, "This is amazing." But no, we all had, you know, CR. You, you had requirements. The CRT, you had your your card table, and you had like a twelve pack of Mountain Dew. I mean, that's what yes, you had to, that's what you had to bring and pizza rolls. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we got to stay like nourished and everything. You got to have yeah. all your minerals and all the goodness of food. Yeah. Oh my. Like, Sorry, go ahead. One of, one of my best I remember was in my basement. We had a in my mom's. We had a finished basement. And I remember there's just this this shanty town of you know, card table set up around. We had everyone set up there, and we had like a couple TVs because we had Xboxes networked for Halo. Mm-hmm. We had all the PCs, and then being from Canada, you're probably familiar with uh, the animated series Undergrads. Of course, yes. We had that. We had like my DVD of that going on the whole time, and the watch the whole season of that while we're playing stuff. Or my friend was loved that show so much. He would just he had he ripped mp3 audio out of the, my dvd and he would just listen to the audio of the show all the time oh <laughs> man stuff, i love that show so like people used to call me sean guy because of i can't remember <laughs> the character's name but he used to always say like hey guy oh cal. god cal yes like between that and clone high that was my yeah. jam oh i have to masturbate my joystick guy that's <laughs> hilarious Okay, so you've got everybody like ten or twelve guys over. Is it always at your place, or are you kind of like no, you, you know, it, you got it home would, field advantage. Whoever's parents would would let you get away with it, you know, basically. So, um, what are your whoever, parents or, think when people are like coming in? Are they just happy that like you're being social and stuff? Or are they just kind of <laughs> like this is a little weird? I, I think if it if it spread into multiple days, you know, that was like <laughs> when you could get you know if you could have the land weekend, it was great, but. Um, the land weekend. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it was basically, you know, whoever whoever had the best space set up and mm-hmm. and whatnot. I remember my my one friend though. We had we had like a giant. Um, you you would say it's more like an open for an open house, but we had this giant tent and we had and it was screened in, so we'd have it's the middle of summer. Here's a bunch of these nerds out in the backyard with the computers. No <laughs> way! So you have like picnic tables or like yeah, these yes. fold out tables. Yeah, we've done picnic tables, fold out tables. You name it. That is hardcore. Oh. I've never heard of anything like it. I don't know why I haven't done this yet. This is. Well, We've got a couple of weeks of summer left. I'm looking outside. Going, right. we, could, we could make this happen. I think this is the thing. I this did is a, what happens when you grow up in a small town where there's not much else to do. Was that what it was? It was because oh, yeah. you guys yeah, kind of grew just, up in a small town. You're all cl- so you're all close, too. You know each other. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to go back to this Lucas character mm-hmm. because y- you didn't like him at first. And was it just video games? Was it because of the fact that you guys were like, in a small town and kind of close quarters or like what what was that moment where you're like oh I, you know it was actually it was like one of those land parties and actually you know was not a judgmental teenager and I actually got you know to actually talk to him and I was like oh we have a lot in common and we yeah. like the same games I like we're friends now <laughs> you know that type the, of and that's yeah like you're like you know, you're five years old I think it's like I did. that it's like the in the movie uh, Step Brothers like did we just come best friends yep yep you want to go in the <laughs> garage and do karate yep <laughs> yeah so you guys have been doing flex the pose for how many years now? You guys are on like episode one twenty something or yeah, one twenty seven. I think we just put out this week. It'll be three to three year mark in February. Yes. And, and how yes. do you, how do you feel about that? I feel it's, like you're you're so like just I don't even know what the word is. You're so chill, and like it's fine. Three years. Like I would be jumping up and down. I, I'm. Like just, I, I'm a little maybe bipolar in this way where I'm like, this is great. And when things are bad, I'm like, damn it. I get really kind of down on myself. Like censoring big time because my dog knows exactly what happens when I start to swear. Right. It's just so like, it's fine. Three years. But like, you ever really like stop to think about like, that's kind of, that's kind of huge. You guys yeah. have been doing this for a little while. Well, especially with us because we've there's been so many different things over the course of our friendship where we started little We've always wanted to do like do these different creative projects together, and right. nothing's ever. We throw a bunch of stuff at the wall, you know. Nothing ever sticks. I mean, um, you know, Lucas is somewhat of an artist, so we've always he's always dabbled around with like flash animations and stuff like that. So we were gonna do, you know, we're gonna make this flash animated series. We'll do that. Oh, we'll do you know like animate like two D sprites. We'll do that. Oh, we're gonna do Machinima with like. What were you gonna we do a, with Flash? What kind of like what kind of? Uh, he had like, he had a lot of ideas for like hand drawn stuff. Um, oh, nice. This gonna do. I remember one thing. He actually put some decent time, and it was actually it was like a it was a Warcraft three little film that he had animated that I was doing some voice work for. Nice. And then um, we use we're gonna use the Sims. I think it was the Sims two at the time. We were gonna do like a Machinima series using that. That never again. It never got off the ground. Did anything, uh, or was it just like ideas and like maybe a couple just, scribbles? Mostly, here mostly ever ideas. I mean, prior to this, we. We were messing around um, with the game Shadowrun, and we were going to make our own because they have a, a built-in editor that shipped with mm-hmm. the game. And we were going to make our own little campaign in that. We started creating some levels and rigging everything up, and again, you just get you know life. Life always gets in the way. I life mean, sucks. You, the older you get, the more different directions you're getting pulled into. It's just harder to 
to manage. So this is like the one, I guess this, the podcast gave us an outlet to do something creative, to, to be a, a maker, so to speak, that we always wanted. And mm-hmm. it, we've been consistent with, it. I mean, we've been doing it. That's why it's an accomplishment of it itself. I mean, we've been doing it, what, two and a half years now. So, I mean, that, in that sense, it does feel great to, to, to do that. Nice. Yeah. That, I mean, na- I could totally connect on that because neighbor Matt and I have been doing that since we were, I've, I don't have a memory of life, uh, without knowing neighbor Matt actually. So it's pretty, pretty special. <laughs> like, and that's something that I, I, I stop to think about every once in a while. I'm like, that's not really normal. Like, I don't know, like there's certain things that you grow up with that you don't really like, even my mom has a very unique name. I don't really realize that that's a weird thing until I go out and meet more people or even, um, I learned to drive my parents' minivan, which was a five-speed standard, and I didn't realize that that was totally weird. <laughs> right, right. So I love that, like, you kind of, like, grow up and you kind of see what the rest of the world is like. You're like, wait a minute. Kind of some of the things that I have, like, growing up were kind of unique and kind of special in that way. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we used to do things like we would grab, like, Mech Warrior instruction books, like the big fat things used to come in the... uh in the box and we would draw out like what the all the different mechs were and we would do like Mega Man characters we would draw those different things and so oh, nice. as we grew up man we were just talking about this I was in Banff this weekend with him we were shooting some uh, engagement pictures he's, he's getting married in May he's getting married in May that was not I don't know why I questioned <laughs> that I definitely know that for the record Matt I don't know just taking a bit of a mental break here and uh but we were kind of talking about he made this movie in Windows 3D Movie Maker. Like, I don't know if you remember this. It was like way back, probably Windows 98, I think. I'm thinking it. You, you could get this yeah. program. And he made a two and a half hour, like, full featured movie where he would actually, uh, him and his brother connected the N64 to their computer so that they could record sound bites for every single, like, GoldenEye gun. Like, oh, every, wow. and they would, like, they would label it all and everything. So he would have, like, all these gunfight scenes is you'd have like real quote-unquote real sound bites from because you couldn't <laughs> download those things from anywhere so you had to kind of like right, make, it, right. make it yourself so he was like just super creative with this stuff and i was always kind of like the idea person just like and what if mm-hmm, you did this mm-hmm. and then he would just go take it to another level so is that kind of like the relationship that uh that you and lucas have he, him being kind of like the artist and you're kind of like i'll just name six different things and then you go you go make her what's the interaction kind of like yeah you know it, 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 a little bit of both i mean sure. um yeah definitely sometimes i'm the idea guy um i mean going back to if we go to flexible specifically i mean i i it was my my brainchild i mean mm-hmm. the funny way is how it really got started at the time we were playing in a online league for oh gosh what for, it was the NHL series. We were playing online NHL for the Xbox 360. Nice. Which we did for like, I think from NHL 11 to like NHL 15. So the whole, you know, you each play one position and there's a draft and then there's a season, there's playoffs, there's the whole shebang. And then I got into the, like, oh, you know, I, I, I have I have a I'm a glutton for punishment. I want to help manage this league. And <laughs> don't, don't ever do that because you're just, you're babysitting and. I tell you what. How so many people, people are you talking about? Uh, well, I've I've been a, I was a part of a couple of larger leagues, and then I helped some people split off and do their own. But we had, mm-hmm. I think, at our best season, then we had eight teams, and considered you had, mm, I think, like ten people a team. So yeah. I mean, you're looking at you know we had anywhere from a hundred and something players involved. And, oh I mean, my it was, god, it was fun. But it, it, again, 
just like the other games, it becomes a big time commitment because you'd have, uh, I think, seven games a week, and they'd be at, you know, Monday nights would only be at, like, 11 o'clock, and then Tuesday through Thursday, you'd have a game at 10 and a game at 11. Yeah. And you had, you know, rules where players could only play in, you know, a certain number of games per week, but things like that. But, I mean, it's just, for me, what, what I hated is because that was the, that became the only time I'd play games. So I was like, well, Curry, I'm playing NHL again this week. I wouldn't play anything else. And mm-hmm. then, like, after I got married, I was like, mm. I need to just kind of stop doing this. And then I remember the day when I told my wife, I was like, yeah, Jess, I'm not going to do the whole hockey thing anymore. She's like, oh, that's too bad. But yeah, really. Was... <laughs> <laughs> and it, and it, it was sad to see it go, but like when the new consoles came out, for a lot of us, that's when we were like, okay, now this is our, our clean break. But Yeah, it's kind of like going to... from like middle school to high school. You're like, you know what? Yeah. I'm leaving the, all those people behind. I'm like, it's a new me. I'm not wearing track pants to school every day. That's you know? right. And then really we're just nerds at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> There's no clean break from that. So, so the whole point I was trying to make was we started doing for that. We're like, you know, we should do – because I – the leagues I'd, I'd been a part of before, they always had like, you know, a quote unquote radio show. I was like, you know, we should do like a, a podcast for the hockey league. So that's how it got started. It was Lucas, myself, and one of my other um, online friends that was in the league as well. We started this. So we did, uh, it was a podcast about the league itself. And we would talk, you know, about, you know, game break, break, breakdowns. We'd talk about, um, you know, recap scores. And so it was a weekly thing just about the hockey league. And after a while, I was like, you know, we should probably really, we could just do this ourselves and have yeah. our own show. And then after a while, because we got we were frustrated about the hockey league because we'd put so much effort and time into producing it, and like nobody would really listen to it. I'm like, why are we making wasting all our time for these people that don't care about the product? We mm. should just make our own podcast. Because at the time, I had the website that it was my quote my own personal blog that I was not doing anything with. So. Right. And then we're like, oh, let's just do a podcast. We can just talk, and you know, we can just BS for a while, and maybe people will like it. If not, whatever. And that's, that's kind of prob- the best probably way to our, do it. Our I still think. mentality. Well, uh, you know, the best advice I ever heard, and I, I don't really listen to any of his stuff anymore, was from Kevin Smith who talked about, you know, mm-hmm. he always, he recommends everyone, you know, do your own podcast because nothing else, you know, if you have a cool, if you have some cool conversation, you know, it might be really entertaining for people, but nothing else. You've got just this archive of you talking with like your best friend about all this cool stuff. So that's, I guess, how I look at it the most because when we started, you know, we both, since we did the podcast, you know, we both bought our first homes. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucas had his first kid. I mean, there's all this cool stuff that's happened about our friendship, and we've got this this recorded history of things we've gone through and problems that's all just, it would be awesome that one day we could go back and look at it all, you know? And that's kind of our always been our philosophy with the show. It's like, you know, we're just going to, you know, we don't, don't pay attention to the numbers, the statistics. We just like to, you know, as long as we're having fun, doing it every week i mean mm-hmm. that's all that matters and then until the day when, we, when it stops being fun then we'll be like okay maybe maybe this is the end of it but have you ever had a moment where you're like maybe this is it have you ever come close or is it just you know, been like along once the same or, level the whole you know, time once or twice mm-hmm. i've i thought you know maybe it'd be cool to have a a set um and like point, an end date yeah you know in mind or like with the one time Fairly recently, when we we had all the stuff with holidays, and we took a couple weeks off, we had like almost two weeks off, and I was like, you know, <laughs> this was kind of nice a little bit, yeah. you know. If I, it didn't come back, what would it, what would things be like? Right. Well, I think you'd probably miss it, and there's like almost that it's almost a juxtaposition, like a flex a flex to position of like 
if you don't continue to do it, then is it over forever? And then are you okay with that? And it's mm-hmm. almost like the mm-hmm. uncertainty there where you're like, mm, I'm not really okay with forever. So we'll just kind of, we'll just kind of keep this going. And I love the way, like you guys really do kind of treat it that way in that it's just two old buddies kind of catching up. I love all the different, like I'd love to know even if there's any sort of just, or these are just toilet thoughts where you're like, mm, IRL is pretty good for just talking about, like what's happening in our real lives or like all those different things. Like you've come up with segments, you've come up with like a format, but it's like basically just a standardized, really great chat. I like, I really have come to enjoy flex to pose over the last, probably about a month, month and a half or so. And just like, I always find myself doing like either yard work or, or short, like, I I don't know what it is. I have some podcasts (laughs) that just line up with my days at Costco and your podcast (laughs) like lines up with my, my mowing the lawn. And it's just, I just love it. Like you guys have, have this really obviously great connection. I'm not surprised that you guys have known each other since, since, since high school. And, um, I definitely recommend everybody, definitely recommend everybody check it out. And, uh, I'm, you can tell that you guys are having a great time doing it. I love that. I, I just, I just, re- I'm just really enjoying it. You guys are just kind of well, like, well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's like the. I'm sure if I, I, I've never done this, but I should go back and listen to like the first five episodes. I'm going just so to. I can see, I can see the evolution, but because like the, those segments have always been there. Yeah, but they weren't. You know, it was by no means fine tuned. Like we, when we first started out, we did, we had to have these. We had before every episode we'd sit down there okay like okay what's our intro going to be this week and we would do this cool <laughs> like specialized intro which we either would you know do some editing for it or whatnot and, and that lasted for you know probably i think like 15 episodes and we're like okay enough of that <laughs> that's <laughs> it was too much it's too much work and then we're gonna run out of ideas anyway but um you know after you know we did what episode 50 we didn't do anything for so we waited and we did mm. episode 52 and that was our first quote unquote uh, you know milestone episode and it actually because we don't lucas and i now only live uh it's about 20 we live about we're in the same city but we're on opposite kind of almost opposite sides from it so it's about 20 minutes from where we're at so we i mean it, it'd be nice to record like locally together if we yeah. could but it, with with our our schedules and everything that's just not really something that's going to happen every time so for that episode i actually went over to his place and recorded recorded the show together which was a cool experience. And then again on episode 100, which is still a sore subject. Oh um, no. We did, we did a live stream. We did the live. I went over again, brought up my, brought uh, my mic and everything over. And we, I borrowed a camera from work and we did a whole live stream uh, online. We did a, a live battle of the beer, which is one of the spinoffs from the show. And um, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. And then we live streamed some games afterwards. And the next day I was like, because you know how if you don't, it was all through YouTube. And if you don't set everything prior to starting a stream, it just inherits the settings from your previous stream. Uh huh. And I was like, oh, this thumbnail isn't the right thing. That title is totally not wrong. And I previewed a little bit of it. I was like, yep, that's not, that's totally not the right stream. Delete. Oh, Oh, no. no. It was the right stream. And we didn't have a backup. So all of episode 100 into the nether it's into the upside down it's gone into the upside down. <laughs> that's the thing i wanted to ask uh, you about as well because like your guys's nerdum kind of goes really deep and i'm often very surprised at like just some of the references that you pull out you got a lot of tv references like where where is your 
like the center of your passion, I guess. Like where is it? Is it computer games? Is it console? Is it TV? Cause you're kind of, it's amazing just all over the place. I don't know that I've listened to a show and I, I wrote this down somewhere. I'm glad that I've remembered it, but I don't know if I know a show that, cause usually you need like a specialized show that has mm-hmm. like such deep knowledge of some of these certain things. But like, is it Star Trek? Is it like where, where are you guys? Or are you different <sighs> on both sides? Like, you know, I, the, I, the I wish one? we were specialized because I, I feel like we would have more success. If I if you measure success, if we were more specialized, but instead we're more we we I guess we at this point we kind of fully embrace the master the jack of all master of none mm-hmm. you know a bit but because you know I mean gaming is our passion but I didn't want to just be another gaming podcast right because um, you know no offense to those but typically they most of the at least the ones I've listened to they follow the same format not that there's anything wrong with that but if I listen to one gaming podcast. I've listened to a lot of them, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and I'm not taking away anyone that does a gaming podcast because I, I love those and I do listen to them. And we kind of wanted to try to, uh, you know, basically just throw darts everywhere and, and where they stick. And that's what we try to bring in everywhere. But I, I would say our, our core is probably Star Wars and video games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, um, you know, Lucas, Lucas went to, went to school for film. And so that we've, when we've always, I guess he's more of a movie buff than I am, but we've always liked movies and stuff like that too. So mm-hmm. I think it just it's a amalgamation of all of our of our interests and things. But yeah, I I think that's the core of it. You know, yeah. if, I, if I could put a, a finger on it, and was like Nerdflixation always there? or Was that something that came along? So Nerdflixation being you guys kind of jump onto the. Is it always Netflix that you're watching a movie or just anything yeah, in the yep. back DVD catalog kind of thing? Yeah, because we we try to we wanted to make it accessible to anyone that wanted to join in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like that was like I think that was the first segment that we we put in the show. So it, it used to be every oh, week. Okay. And we would do that, and we'd pick a movie, and we try to always just pick. I mean, sometimes we pick good ones, but we almost purposely try to pick bad things, like Gallo Walkers or <laughs> um, some of the other just trash movies that are on there. And we would, because you know, the idea of what we what we're still stri- uh, striving for is you want that great dialogue from listeners about you know what they've watched and what they have it. And mm-hmm. um, for me, there's been some some of the stuff that Lucas has picked is stuff I would never have found before and some of there's it's been some of the best movies i've watched on netflix so mm-hmm. that's the cool thing about it but it was it became a you know a, a schedule strain to try to to fit that in there and we actually for a while were like okay let's let's because our shows were running like two hours consistently because of it yeah and we're like okay let's let's step away from that and then for for i think uh maybe i think it only lasted six or seven episodes he actually went spun it off we spun it off into its own show and we did Netflixation, which is his own podcast. And then he found out really quick that having a having a small child and trying to do multiple podcasts is, is not the way of life. So, um, yeah, we recently brought it back, and now we just we just settled on a bi more like a, a bi weekly format to kind of give us a little more a to give us more time to watch it. But they, you know, if anyone else wants to join in too, it gives those people you know more time to watch the movie. Yeah, because the countdown's well. kind of on for that. Basically, as soon as you guys stop recording, you like you could really just watch it the next night. But as if the podcast doesn't publish until a couple of days later, like yeah. really, it's kind of tough to manage yeah, that, that way. That reminds me, I, I'm pretty sure I haven't watched tomorrow nights yet. <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> shoot! So I guess I know what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> what movie is it again? Uh, the Little Prince. Oh, um, nice. That I don't, I don't know too much about it, but it's an animated film, so that should be. That should be good. And it's, I think it was a Netflix original. 
I want to say. Would or you guys ever release on Netflix? But would you guys ever do anything like that for games or anything? Where like, because I love um, like with, with Nerdflix and chill, like that's kind of the thing that I just love the best is getting around to movies, just kind of like forcing yourself to watch a movie, or a new movie, or kind of an mm-hmm. old one. And um, but I would, I've always wanted to do more on the gaming side, like kind of just almost just from a functional standpoint of I'm getting through my backlog kind of thing. Like, have you guys ever thought about, I see you got backlogs featured on the website. Um, how, how much does that sort of like play a role in, in doing a podcast or is there a role for that at all? Um, I, yes and no. I think mm-hmm. it would be, it'd be great. And then I reformatted my, more, uh, reformatted my computer and, Lost any of my saves and all my installs, so I just have it out of <laughs> out of frustration. Like I'm not installing. I'm not yeah. even installing half of this stuff. So my backlog is kind of right now. My backlog's gone. It feels great. I like, go to my Steam library. I'm like, oh, there's only six games installed. Yeah. Oh really? Oh, that's but, really smart. But um, are you a sucker for the Steam sales? Like like for me, I, I did. A, I've done a couple <sighs> Steam sales. The PS, uh, the, the flash sales on PlayStation really get me. I don't know what yeah, the heck I'm yeah. doing. So are you are you hoarding from these sales? Um, you know, like me, I, I used to be, mm-hmm. and I can say I can definitely say in the Steam Summer Sale, I didn't buy anything. What Whoa. usually gets me is like the humble bundle stuff, which is yeah. kind of you'll hear we'll make jokes about that all the time. But you know, you go on there and it's like, oh, I've been meaning to want to buy all these games. Oh, I can get them all for five dollars. Okay, and. And then because somehow just, in your head it's, it's like, well, so cheap, I can't afford yeah. not to buy it. But then you go back and you're like, how much? Like if you really quantify and put a dollar number on all those games that we've never even played the first exactly. level for, like it doesn't make any sense. It actually no. makes more sense for me. I'm trying to explain this to my wife. I don't know if it makes any sense, but to buy a game brand new pretty much forces me to play it, and therefore I'm getting somehow more value out of that here eighty dollar purchase mm-hmm. than. Than the the three games that I got for twenty five dollars because I just never end up touching them they just end up in a big pile or a virtual pile so if you kind of like is maybe that's part of podcasting too because every week I'm just like talking it through but are you kind of finding that your purchasing habits change or is it just like through the podcast and talking things oh yeah out, or you think they just would have anyways I think they would have anyway but I think it was definitely a, a maturation part mm-hmm. for me that I'm like you know. I've already got all these other games I should play. I'm not going to buy, you know, anything else. And uh, one podcast I listened I, I don't listen to them actively any longer. Um, but uh, it was the, I want to say, oh, gosh, it's not Gamers in Beta. It was uh, Everyday Gamers. Okay. They would do, every summer they do a backlog draft. Which oh, I think nice. is really cool. They, they open it up to their their listening community and the, the hosts on it do, do it too. And they have, they get these lists of their backlog. And then I think they, I, if I want to say, I think they pick games for each other. Yeah. And they have to go through and play it. And then, so that that's, I think that would be always a cool way to, to get through your backlog. And we had kind of had the way backlog diaries was going to go was I was mm-hmm. going to, we were going to do that. We would open it up to listeners then they'd pick a game for us, but we usually thought if we were recording gameplay as we played stuff, maybe that would keep us motivated to to get through stuff. And then I had, let me see, I had technical. I finished one game with it. And I was like, oh, this is great. This is the greatest segment ever. It's working. <laughs> finished one game, got it off the list, and then the second one is when I, you know, I lost the save. And I'm like, well, that that nope. that's probably dead now. Let's go ahead and move. <laughs> Don't look into this corner. Did Don't I just kill here. the segment? Uh, yep. <laughs> So, like, what are you looking forward to for the rest of the year? Like, I imagine since backlogs aren't really a thing anymore and you're not really looking backwards, it's like, 
I have maybe a few more games this year that I'm going to pick out. I'm still on the cusp of figuring all of this nonsense out because um, I want to play everything, and the harsh reality is there's more games than ever, and there's less time than ever. Yeah. So, like, like how are you selecting things these days? It's it's a, for I think about it. Like, we'll talk about this. I also do. Um, I'm on another podcast called Play Some Video Games, and that's yes. Shout out to those guys. Yes. You guys are awesome. Love it. And like, I I get my fix vicariously through all those guys that buy games and things. <laughs> but like, I I it, it's kind of bleak, especially like. Mm. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't move up t- on the console side of things after the 360 generation. My 360 is actually sitting over there in that corner out by itself. Shout uh, out to the 360. Why didn't you, let's stop there. Why didn't you, uh, feel compelled to get one of the, or is it just cause you had a crazy awesome computer? Uh, you know, I had the computer and I just didn't want to shell out the money yep. at the time. Like I know, not, I, I, I you know. If I ever, I'm sure if I talk with my wife, I'm like, you know, I really, really want this, and, you know, mm-hmm. I'll set aside the money. It would have been okay, but personally, I just didn't, I didn't feel comfortable shelling out that much for something that was primarily only for myself. You didn't I want felt, lies you know, that bad? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I wanted Fantasia. Oh, there um, it is. Yeah, the the Connect Killer app. <laughs> but <laughs> I just, I didn't feel comfortable, you know, spending that much of our money on something. I felt selfish. So, mm. and I thought about it. I was like, well everything i want to play probably i'll just be able to play on pc and then you know i i did you know get a i bought a wii u mm, what was that two summers ago now or at least the first summer mario kart was out and okay yep yeah two which, years ago now I which guess. I, which i love that story just because i had a jar of change sitting around and i Come literally took on. i took a jar of change and bought a 200 dollars refurbished wii u you know and i was like this is this is amazing so. That is amazing. That's like how I bought uh, the Mortal Kombat soundtrack, like the CD. I bought with like a with seventeen dollar coins. They're <laughs> legit. They're called loonies. I I came yes, with a jar loonies. full of loonies and I paid for them. And anyway, that is the, so. But I was how old was I when Mortal Kombat came? Oh God, I was probably like nine years old. <laughs> so, so he did a nine year old version of that. For well, the last Wii time U. I had cash in that jar to give some perspective, I purchased a PS2 Slim Guitar Hero 2 and a guitar per- peripheral. So that's how long I had been saving up after that. So that was another good, you know, like six years of of change collecting before I. Oh cashed my! It so in just again, like so. you buy a coffee and you take the yeah. change, you throw it in the jar change, or whatever. Yeah. And then, of course, the 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 birth of well, the resurgence of plastic transactions kind of really hampered that. But that's I'm, yeah, I'm still dwindling. I've got this. I still have the jar, but like it's, it, I'm not replenishing it at yeah. all. So I have to be very careful whenever I choose to snag out of there. Yeah. So you know, I'm, and that kind of brought me back to oh, I do like Nintendo because I I had a you know an yes. NES, I had an NES growing up, mm-hmm. and then I had a Genesis. And then I went from Genesis to PlayStation, and then PlayStation to GameCube. So that got me back into the Nintendo ecosystem. And then I went from a GameCube to a... I was like, oh, I'm not going to have like a PC Master Race. I don't need no console. <laughs> yeah, I can upgrade whenever I want. Uh, and then, then I was like, oh, I want an Except Xbox no Mario 360. Yeah. <laughs> and I got the Xbox, and I was like, oh, you know. And then, um, you know, I was going to do PC again. I was like, you know, I really want... I don't know why, but I want a Wii U. Mm-hmm. Like that that giant gamepad just I don't I don't know what that's all about, but I wanna wanna experience it. And I I was like, oh, I really do like Nintendo games again. So being back in the Nintendo ecosystem, the you know the outlook for the rest of the year isn't really. There's nothing. I mean, wow. Like, you know, there's just nothing. If I think about what am I going to play until yeah, 
I mean, well, I, I mean, I recently I picked up a 3DS for my birthday last year at this time, so I have that. So, um, I, so I you're honestly kind of all think... in on the Nintendo ecosystem. Yeah. Now. But what about what about with um, Xbox One games coming to PC? Like, is that another thing that's kind of keeping you, you know, away that, from? That's something that I'm excited for because it's like, oh, yeah, guys, the people that I've grown closer to in the past year, they're all you know PS4 or Xbox people. So it's like, oh, I can actually play some games with these people now. I'll be able to check out, you know, if I want the newest gears or. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, the game that I I came away most excited from from that E3 was um, Sea of Thieves. I think oh. that looks just super fun. I'm mean, I just a sucker for the art style and mm-hmm. pirate. I mean, it's pirates. Yarr, I mean. And it's like a basically a land party on a pirate ship. Exactly. I love it. This is why I like your show because I feel sometimes I'm like I like as I'm playing Tokyo Mirage Sessions right now. Nobody in the world is playing this game. Uh, yeah, playing I think Don, Donnie is the only other person I know that's the that's only other I'm... person on the whole planet <laughs> that's playing this game. There's nobody else. It's just us two. Um, oh, and um, uh, Jesse from Nintendo Dads is playing it as well. That, uh, that's yeah, it. There's okay, there's yeah. three of us. Uh, it's super weird, but that's why I love listening to your show too. Is like. It's not the same old. I'm playing Uncharted, Gears, and whatever else. I well, mean, like, unless it unless it's me, and it's like, oh well, I played Awesome Knots again for like the third week in a row. But who else is playing Awesome Knots? Nobody. Like, that's what I mean. <laughs> like, nobody. nobody, nobody in their right mind. But that's what I and the, like. I mean, your uh, guys. Is, I'll, I'll take it back to the show just for a second here, and that's really what the. It's more than just the format being different. It's that you guys play different games and you have all those different types of experiences. Um, but I want to go all the way back. How, like ooh. you have really no. I love the fact that you have like no like fanboyism. There's no irrational loyalty to any one of these boxes it's you go nes to sega like you cross those borders mm-hmm, early mm-hmm. and so you kind of just continued on i needed um, the blast processing in my life the blast processing is needed in everybody's life but nobody knows what that is even again <laughs> this is why we come to you do you remember like where like where you were when you got the nes was it a birthday present kind of thing i always ask this but it's yeah, kind of like yeah, i i i <laughs> I've asked my mom about this, and I've asked yeah. my aunt because I, I, it, I, it's it's very fuzzy. Why very your fuzzy Why memory. your aunt? Because I I think she took me to pick it up. Okay. And I remember being I had to have been five or six. I was definitely no older than six, and I got the NES, which was the the bundle unit that came with the system, the power pad, the zapper, and it was the cartridge that had all three in one. Nice. Or I had all three games that you could select from. And I just, I have this really um, very fuzzy memory. It seems like I can put my snotty nose up against the glass case and there was the systems (laughs) underneath lock and key. And I remember like just peeking up over the the side of the counter like, oh, it's right there. I want it. Do you remember why you wanted it though? Like I know that's a long time ago, but it seems like a thing like that just sort of like ended up in people's houses. Yeah, I I don't, and I, I don't remember... Um, like, did a friend have it or no, anything like that? And I don't remember playing really anything before that. I know we had sitting in our garage for the longest time because we'd always trying to sell it on different garage sales. We had maybe it was an Amiga. I hmm. don't. It, 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 my my knowledge is, is leaving me here, but it was whatever home console it was. It came with the 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 film screen the film screens that we put over the oh the the magnavox odyssey it was kind of like the odyssey but this one had colored it had some colored graphics too it was advanced the so i think it was odyssey 2 or maybe odyssey 3 i think they were the first ones to call it the the, the sequel the odyssey 1 
like the Xbox. Okay, yeah, okay. No, I'm, I'm totally kidding. I have no idea. <laughs> Stupid name. So, we, but I never played. I never played it. Okay. So that was the thing. But so I, I definitely the NES is what I don't think I ever had an Atari either. So I, yeah, it just it was just there. Straight you know? to NES, and it, then it like just, games are just part of life at that. Yeah, point. you just get those. You, you, there's games you'd want, and then there's just those weird games your family would get you. I think mm-hmm. the weirdest, like the two I remember playing. Well, I, you know, played had all three Mario games, and I mm-hmm. had like the Turtles games. But I remember I had this one. I'd have to look up the the game to even know the name. But I remember the the cover art had like this wizard. And he had no sh- like his he didn't have a shirt he had like this cloak and it's like he's in like a victory yell and his chest is rippling and he's got a staff and he's like ah I don't know what it's called he played that and I had don't like, you wish you could Google that I've got like a dozen games from my past and I'm like I remember there's like this computer game that was like a diving suit and you had hammerhead sharks going around I there's and I don't know anything don't know. else about the game it was. Maybe it was a Sierra game. I still can't find it. If anybody out there knows what the freak I'm talking about, <laughs> oh, that would make my day. But, yeah, I have so many of those old games just yeah. somewhere in my brain. Maybe I've got to go to some sort of, like, hypnosis class to you take do. those things out of there. You can't Google that yet. That's that's the no. shortcomings of Google. It hasn't worked yet for me. So then, like, how does how does Genesis come in? Because NES is kind of like we're birthed into NES. It's yeah. almost like the, the Big Bang. Before that, there's nothing. After that, it's NES and video games right. for everyone. And there's no internet, so we, there's no way to get the news. You know, That's what just blows my mind. I've said this before. The fact that we all knew to blow in the cartridge just, just completely yeah. blows me away. It, it's the, so much how much you and your friends would talk about on the playground. Mm-hmm. Like, just how, you know, you learned how to get the whistles in Mario or... Or just cheat co- like the contra co- like the Konami code. How you learned mm-hmm. that from it just word of mouth. I mean, you had Nintendo Power, which played a part, a small part too. And we had the Wizard with Fred Savage. I mean, so the much. greatest movie the greatest of all movie. time. Just screaming California for reasons. <laughs> I don't. We need to go visit a Tyrannosaurus Rex for some reason. <laughs> this big statue in the middle of nowhere that I don't really like. And that's the best part. I didn't understand anything in the movie at the uh-huh. time. All I knew is that after a certain point of watching this thing, you're going to see some video games. And at the end, you're going to see Super Mario 3. I've always wanted yep. kind of like Nintendo to uh, announce a Mario game just like that. Like when they did the Nintendo World Championships last year at E3, yes. I really thought they were going to come out with a new game. But it was just so hype. Mario Maker, but I mean that's that's why Bobby and I do the if we ran Nintendo because we have all these crazy ideas. Yes, I, that I, will I, never I popped happen. on that train recently. I love I like listening to that a lot. It is ridiculous, it, and the thing is, it ultimately will just like lead to severe depression because we come up with these ideas and in our head they're really happening, and then we stop recording. Like, wait a minute, we're just a couple of idiots coming up with these. Stupid even ideas. if even if we the nerdy is the best show that you podcast, I mean that's the best show you do. I mean, this is the best show. That's that's kind of I don't even know now. I'm dancing. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so crossing borders to to Genesis. Yeah. Like, how do you end up? How does that end up happening? Is it because you, Sega did what Nintendo? You know, you you see it somehow. Mm-hmm. I saw it. You know, you see it in existence. You know, it's a thing, and you know you want it. And mm-hmm. um, I remember I, I played it with like a family member. You know, played. Joe Montana's sports talk football. I was like, oh, there's sound effects. Nintendo can't do this. And then mm-hmm. I'm probably like the the main hook that was Sonic the Hedgehog. That was just like so much different than everything else that you played on an NES. And I think I was under that whole belief like, oh, Sonic's so much cooler than Mario. I have mm-hmm. to get a Sega Genesis so I can play Sonic. I don't want a Super Nintendo. And, and then uh, like – the marketing. I mean, I'm sure that mm-hmm. Nintendo had. Um, I mean, excuse me. Sega Gen- Sega had 
an amazing marketing plan when it came to selling that system. And for my young mind, it's like, oh, I don't want a Super Nintendo. It's slower. Look at these. These graphics are faster. I don't know what blast processing it is, but I need to have it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what a bit is, and nobody yeah. knows what a bit is, but suddenly I want more of them mm-hmm. in my just life. Like, just like teraflops. We've got teraflops now. That's I don't know amazing. What a I never even is, thought of that. We need we need all the teraflops in our systems. Mm-hmm. And and high definition pixels. Yes, is what we want in our lives. We're just making up these new. It's the quest for the new bit. Yeah. So that so that's why it was so fun. Like mm-hmm. you know, one of our it wasn't one of our earlier shows, but we sat down. We talked with um, with Blake Harris too, and interviewed him and talked about console wars console and everything. Wars, yeah. And it was just that was so cool to go like it's like a time capsule to go back into your Big your time. mind back then and to pick things up and you know they had there was the x-men game there's so much that I, I liked at that time and then that was like probably still to this day one of the most epic birthday presents ever because i had the the genesis that had the sonic 2 bundle and i was like this yes <laughs> i was like the, i was the nintendo 64 kid before yeah. the nintendo 64 existed yeah <laughs> <laughs> so like did you have them connected to the same tv you could just flip back and forth like i just feel like that's a really fortunate situation to find yourself in well the at that time i think my the nes kind of went took the back seat and it sat around for a while and if i remember right i like because my mom works for an a, a, an agency that work they handle uh, their nonprofit and they do a lot of um manage different like they have a head start program which is for mm-hmm. um young kids that you know might have like learning disabilities but kind of get it's like kind of a preschool type um setting so you know and they worked with um less fortunate families and things like that so if i remember right i think i gave my system and all my my nes all my games to some sort of donation Mm -hmm. scenario like that so i donated all that so that was gone so then i only had the genesis and then you come to like you know four years down the road i was like oh why did i do that I want my Nintendo back, but my dad still had mine because my 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 parents had split up when I was young. So I had mm. um, my dad and my brothers had an NES there. And my dad one day, my one of my brothers weren't paying attention. My dad's like, "Here, put this in the car, so your brothers don't see. It's yours now." I was like, "Yes." What world do, are you able to even like hide that from brothers? Oh, uh, they like, were they were caught up with the Genesis. So oh, okay. Or maybe they, at this point, you know, it might have actually been N sixty four. So right away. It's okay. That is hilarious. Well, I mean, I've heard so many stories about people getting rid of their NES, but that might be like probably the most noble. Like, it's hard to. It's like obviously there's regret, but it's not like well, right? Somebody, I'm not. I'm not using it if it's going to you know a needy family. I mean, that's. But tell me that was the last time you did that. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like cross that <laughs> off the bucket list. <laughs> Like, okay, I did my good deed. Now somebody else can give away yep. their systems, for God's sakes. Yep. Oh, my gosh. So what um, – I'm going to totally put you on the spot here. Uh, so ooh, far this year, ooh. if you okay. had to name, like, kind of, like, game of the year uh, or – I don't even know if game of the year. Like, what's what's your favorite time playing games this year? Like, it doesn't even have to be a 2016 release. Um, Let's see. You know, I it and not because it was – um a great game by any means. That's um, why but, I wanted to take the game of the year kind of thing out of it. But probably like the some... most the most fun and which what shaped my gaming the most in the past um couple years is, is Splatoon. And nice. Not not because I've had the most fun with it, but mm-hmm. because it, it 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 connected me to all these people. So 
I got the game, and I had, you know, I enjoyed it a lot. And then there was this random post on Reddit um, by this guy named, his, his username was Mitty, and he was like, oh, I'm looking for, you know, if you're, you know, 25, I'm looking for older gamers, you know, 25 and up that, you know, want to play. And mm-hmm. we he created this, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Discord. Mm-hmm. Um, he created a Discord server for all mm-hmm. of us, and I, I joined up on there. And the only way y'all could chat with each other, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> you know, it was we were the Splatoon oldies. It was a, a community for you know these older gamers that wanted to play with more you know mature like man like minded people. And it's kind of evolved since then. Um, I'm actually I helped moderate it, and um, you know we're we've got people from all over the world. They're on there. Um, and we're just sitting, you know, I, I talk to these people every day between, um, there's these, there's these two brothers that live in Amsterdam that are, mm-hmm. are hilarious to talk to, but I've got, you know, a f- bunch of people now here in the States that we, we play stuff with and it's, you know, we've played Mario Kart. Yeah. We played Splatoon. I, I, I haven't touched Splatoon personally in months, but because mm-hmm. of that, I've got all these cool people and I've played, you know, I, I, I wouldn't have played Triforce Heroes if it wasn't for this group because that game's impossible to play online by yourself. Uh-huh. Um, and even just two people, like Chelsea and I kind of skipped it because you have to play either you by yourself play. or three players. Yeah. Yep. And that's just, that wouldn't have happened. Um, we've got a bunch of us that play Overwatch together now. I mean, it's just, it's just cool. For me, it's just cool to, just to talk to the people. So um, it's just been a fun community to be a part of and to watch grow. And, uh, you know, we've got our fair share of drama because that always happens online. Sure. But, uh, so, yeah, sadly, that Splatoon caused that. But otherwise, I think the... If I had another gaming experience, um, you know, Overwatch is up there. That was, I really enjoyed that when it came out. But probably mm-hmm. that I, I plunked the most time into and that I've, um, I've played around with would probably be, still be Smash Brothers. Um, okay, just because it it really, like I was under that whole wouldn't like you know melee. I mean, we played it jumping way back. We played it after school. We'd play it. One of the land party guys actually, we would play. The original on just Smash Brothers on the 64 all the time, and then I mm-hmm. that was like I was the guy. That's probably the reason why I got the GameCube was to get Melee, and we'd play that. And so when I knew I you know skipped over, I didn't have a Wii, so I kind of skipped over Brawl. And then mm-hmm. when I knew that we were what we were getting for the Wii, I was like, oh yeah, I'm all in. And I just played played a ton of that, and it's it's a good thing that I was busy with work and married because otherwise I would have totally fallen into there's like there's not a huge scene here in Grand Rapids where I'm at but there was there is a little competitive scene where people nice. get together all the time and I probably would have been I fallen into that trap of doing weeklies and going to tournaments because I, I just love that that side of I don't I don't watch a lot of the online stuff but I mean mm-hmm. I do pay attention to like Evo when that's out but like I like I went back and I watched the the one documentary, the Smash Brothers on YouTube. And that was just so amazing going back and profiling all these premier Melee players. And it's just like so much about that game that that's so much fun. And mm-hmm. at my last job, we we got our CTO, bought us a Wii U, right when that right after that <laughs> game came out. So there would be a bunch of us that during lunch, we'd have a lunch break or we'd, we'd mm-hmm. usually we'd always take a Smash break at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. We'd all play Smash at work for you know, half hour, 40 minutes. So, so you have nerdy friends at work as well. I did, but I'm okay. no longer, I'm no longer 
at that place. But, That's uh, really kind of lucky, I gotta say. But I wanna I wanna jump back. Like, where do you rank the the Smash Brothers? Like, are you more of an OG kind of thing, or is this is this last one? You know, I uh, I love this most recent version. Like, I it loved, feels I, weird the, to say that. Like with Mario Kart, I think too th- as well. Like, it, it's almost like wait, I should like the old stuff better, but this yeah. new stuff is really great. Like, I I like Melee. I like Melee mm-hmm. a lot. I never got like. I never was able to wait. I didn't know about wave dashing and all that stuff back then. Mm. And I, even now I've gone back and I'm like, I can't, yeah, I can't do that. But um, I, I, I just like this version because it, it, it's the only way I could play smash. How I enjoy it. You know, I can play although again, the online functionality is, is very subpar. I mean, I, right. I could play against other people. Um, I haven't, and haven't really done too much of the couch co-op side of things, but um, it just the, there was so much content there. I know I, I, I for those that wanted to, there's a plethora of DLC which I haven't pr- paid a cent on. But mm-hmm. um, I'm on, I'm on that side too. I, I lean towards not yeah. buying DLC. Although I seem to have no problem spending a fortune on Amiibo, which is just <laughs> it's a whole other conversation. Falco Lombardi is my boy, and nice. You know he's there. I mean he he's not quite as formidable as he once was, but. He's still in the game, and I, I just uh, so much fun getting salty at for glory, and yeah, somehow I have like a what do I? I think I'm at like a seventy percent win rate on that, which I don't know how because I'm not that. I don't think I'm that good, but it's it's fun. I haven't played it in forever. Seventy percent of the time, you win every time. Every time, it's, it's that's, science. That's pretty good math. Right there, I have to say, like I'm pretty struck by like throughout our conversation today. It's like. Oh, I organized this giant sports league, <laughs> or I put together like this international smash community. Like, where does that come from? Like, were you always like the kid, just like grabbing people by the back of their shirt and go, like, hey, "Come, I, I think you're gonna like this. Like, come do this." Like, definitely, that... definitely not. You know, um, <laughs> like it's kind of funny. um, I, I, I it, in IRL, I, I strive. Away. I'm kind of, you know, I'm. I, I think a lot of us that are very, you know, gamers and nerds, we all have, you know, certain social anxieties and things like that. And I, I think mine probably worsened as I got older. But mm-hmm. um, I never, like, I don't want to be the center of attention. You know, I I was always that guy in high school that got along with a lot of people. I was, I mean, I didn't think myself as super popular, but to my friends, I guess I was. But I was the guy that, you know, I could get along with everybody and I could just transition from this group to this group. I could hang out with the nerds. I could hang out with the jocks. I could mm-hmm. not get beat up by these people. I could, it was all interchangeable, you know. And, but I never wanted to be, I was never by no means the, hey, look at me. I need to do this sort of. So maybe that's why online I can better off fit into that, mm-hmm. that, that role, maybe. Um, I don't know, like the, the, the whole, the oldies community, that's what we are now. We're just the oldies. Um, I kind of just fell into that. And because I was online every day, the one time he's like, Hey, do you want to help moderate? You're always here. You're team cool enough. I'm like, okay. And then, you know, we've got a, you know, we've got a good mod team of, you know, probably like, I think there's like eight of us, but let's see what we got. We've got 54 people online right now. So it's pretty, pretty good sized group. Uh, and by any means too, if anyone's ever is interested in joining or getting more information, hit me up and I'd be more than happy to, to send you an invite. Cause it's, it's invite <laughs> only cause it's kind of a big deal. 
<laughs> well, you know, I think I might even have to have Lucas on the show to get really to the bottom of that because I think you and I are similar in that way. Where like I'm the I was the same thing. Like I, I could hang out with the with the nerds, but I could also like hold my own in sports and all of those things. Mm-hmm. I wasn't getting beat up or anything like that. But I I always knew that I want I would rather play wave race than you know do whatever else. Um, so there, so there's that, but I also find myself in the same situation where I'm like, uh, I don't really like, I hate birthdays. I don't really like, um, people watching me open things. They yeah. don't like receiving things, but still I found myself in a situation where neighbor Matt and I would create these, we, I, this is what I call a toilet thought where I just had one of my great <laughs> ideas, just like going to the bathroom. Like he was hanging out one day, we were playing video games and I came back from, from going to the bathroom. Like, you know what, for, for my birthday this year, I think I want to create a reality TV show. And like, just in, in the <laughs> moment, like it really wasn't, it wasn't number one, it wasn't number two. And just that short amount of time, I had the whole idea, like put together in my head, we're going to have cameras, people are going to show up, they're going to bring their own beer. We were probably 19 20 years old at this point which is legal where i am by the way 18 is the drinking age um so no 20 it was 2006 so it was called the team awesome reality tv show aka sean's birthday bash 2006 (laughs) we just wanted to make the most outrageous title Uh, but we knew that we wanted to we had just learned how to use like windows movie maker where you actually could have video capture and all that kind of stuff. So we just learned how to use that. I had done a college project, which was basically a apprentice knockoff for a business class. Okay. It was just a stupid excuse for that. But anyway, I have this idea for uh, creating this this birthday party with like a DVD. If you came, you got a DVD as well. We, we did oh, all man. the editing and everything. It was totally crazy. And yet, in spite of all that, like even though I did all that crazy stuff, I never wanted it to be about like I always kind of like stepped aside I always wanted to be like somebody else and we even made neighbor Matt the host of it and that's where actually the name kind of neighbor Matt comes from is from from that show okay and I find the same thing this is all a long-winded way of saying like I find the same thing where even though and it's hard for people to even understand like uh I do a podcast so obviously I like to talk or I like to Mm -hmm. like put my name out there and all that other stuff but like really not but somehow online it's a little bit different like is that kind of like where you come at it from like is there any yeah a bit and I think nothing else though I think doing this has helped me um get over that um in the real world a bit you know I Mm -hmm. this has made me a little more confident in myself um not that I don't think I ever lacked confidence, but what I've always done is I've always kind of I've always sold myself short a little bit, mm-hmm. especially coming through from college because I went for the whole, you know, not knowing what I wanted to do with my college identity, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like, um, I was always set that I was just going to get a some I get a two year basic degree and I was going to go to Full Sail down in Florida, which is a you know it's a technical school that was geared to and like audio engineering, game design, 3D animation, all the stuff that I was going to do. Nice. I was going to get into animation. And then all of a sudden one of my one of the schools right nearby was like, "Oh, we're going to have that degree program." I was like, "Oh, even better." So I was going to like, "Oh, I'm going to do 3D animation." And I started I did that for a year and a half and then I learned really quick that um, if you're not super passionate about anything art related, Mm-hmm. you're not going to be successful. Mm-hmm. And I, so I was doing game design and 3D animation. I just remember that when I had the realization we were doing, we were building a level in with like just the basic Unreal Editor. And I had the basic requirements. I had my 
however many rooms. I had a staircase. I had these chambers connected. And I was like, oh, I feel good about this. And then someone comes in and it's got this multiple, this tower with this spiral staircase <laughs> and these dynamic lighting. And I'm just like. And his name was Cliff Blazinski. <laughs> and I was just like, poop. And it's like real quick. It's like, yeah. And they're like, well, you know, you should be spending, you know, outside of your homework, you should be spending, you know, blah, 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 number of hours on this stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm working two jobs and going to school because I need to live. How right. can I do this too? And then I was like, oh, well, I'll fall back on my IT background and I'm going to go into IT and network administration. And then I was just burnt out. And so I, I think for the longest time I came away from that and I just felt like I've, I really failed as an individual. I was like, oh, I should have had this degree and I should have done this and I didn't do that. And so, you know, there, there was a while that you kind of had to, you know, find yourself again after going through an experience mm-hmm. like that. So I think that's where the online communities kind of helped support me through that mm-hmm. transition. And then, you know, once you do make it out on the other side, you're, you know, a better person and you're more put together individual. Funny story, though, about all the online stuff is um, Lucas and I have journeyed to the Great Frozen North together. And we have, we've <laughs> That's come what out, we call we've it. Come out, we've come out better. We, we, gosh, I was 21, mm-hmm. so he was 19 at the time. We went to, we went to Montreal for a weekend. Oh, I haven't even been to Montreal. Very and, nice. Uh, funny fact, it was uh, I met up with two of my buddies that I played uh, Wolfenstein online with. The one guy was from New York, and the other guy was a local. And it like was on just, purpose, you met up with them. Yeah, we stayed. Oh, okay. well, we got the, we had this terrible hotel in like downtown Montreal that was just this rat hole. But we ended up <laughs> sleeping on my buddy's floor in his parents' basement most of the time. <laughs> nice. There, but, oh, fun times! Didn't miss. I don't care for that eleven-hour car ride. But no kidding. Well, I wish that I was even somewhat close to anywhere. Like even if I were to hop in my car for twelve hours, I'm not hitting anything really worthwhile. At least going down to the states. But uh, it's a good plane ride over. But I think I'm going to just, I'm going to close it here. But before we, before we go, mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. recap everywhere. Like, it's not just a podcast. It's not just a Splatoon thing. Oh, I wanted to mention this too. It's uh, with your Splatoon ad, just looking for older players. I can only imagine how quickly <laughs> that ad gets shut down. I feel like <laughs> looking for players under 15 years yeah. old. Hit me up on MySpace. Yeah. Hit me up with your ASL. We got, <laughs> yeah, we got work to do. If so you're yeah, a 15 we're... female in California, then this is going to work out great. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what we're looking for. Oh, my God. Uh, so where where can people find your podcast? Where can they sign up for all the leagues that you run? And uh, all the well, other the, the leagues are gone. I'm retired. I just don't. I have to I have to let other people win. You know, I had to step, I gotta know I had to that step your, aside. Your NHL show exists somewhere on the internet. Though. Yeah, that I think. Um, I think that was on SoundCloud uh, most of the time. That. I think if you look up, I think it's under Lucas's. Um, it would be, gosh, it was the GRHL podcast. I think is how you would find that. I think it was on SoundCloud. Um, and we had this awesome though. Our theme song was this awesome cover of Blades of Steel. Yes! By this by this band that I I got permission to use it. I, I found him online. I was like, hey, you know, I love this. We're gonna do this podcast. You know, can we can we use? Do I have permission to use your music? He's yeah, totally. Just send us, just give us credit and let me hear the show. And I was like, okay, you're not gonna have be interested in the show whatsoever. But thanks for letting me use the music. You know, um, but oh, uh, yeah, flux Flexdepose is you know uh, flexdepose dot com is our site. I mean, we're up on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. Um, you know, our feed when it's not broken from our website migration <laughs> is, is 
it's on there. We're on all the channels, uh, social media as well. We do have a YouTube that we, you know, there is gaming stuff on there. Um, we do have a, there's a very heated rivalry between Lucas and I and Blades of Steel. There might be a, there might be a video series on that, but our our focus with YouTube we do a it was a spinoff from the podcast. It's called Battle of the Beer, mm-hmm. and we ideally would like it to be monthly, but uh, it's not quite there yet. But uh, there's there's things in working. There's we've, the production oh. value is increasing. We might see some more frequency there, but we we pick a beer, we drink it, we just score it. They battle to the death, and it's it's nice. so much fun. So there's that as well, but uh, I mean, yeah, Flexipose is on there. We like sh- like Sean was so gracious to say we've done it for 127 episodes, and we're still kicking. So for a billion years, a billion yes. minutes of yes. podcasts are available. Yeah. I am so glad that we finally got to connect. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. It, it's so it's so weird to be on a podcast and only talk about what you're doing, and so you know, instead instead of so much like, oh, I gotta be. I have to know what the news is. I got to be able to contribute to this format, and um, usually, nope. usually for me, I get thrown in because I'm like, I'm not the Xbox guy, I'm not the PlayStation guy, and it's like, oh, we're gonna the, the past two shows, like, oh, we're gonna talk about Destiny the whole time. I'm like, oh, uh, great, um, that's a game I hear. So yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> well, nobody knows more about any other topic than themselves, and I, I just, I like doing this style. Like, I'm, I'm the same as you. Like, I wanted to do something. A little bit different. Yeah. Why, not, why not rip off Mark Maron's show and just throw <laughs> like a, a video game flavor on yeah. top? Of well, it's it. a it, it's a it's a good listen. I I've definitely I much like you. I waited so long to start listening to your show. It not you know, I haven't been and, doing this for three years. It's only been like a half a year. Well, so. I, I waited like a quarter of a year to do that. So ah, oh, stop. Well, thank you again. This is where I'm going to put the music. Is right right now. We're going to do the music. That was Jason Lacey. He was on this show. That that's kind of a big deal. This show is the show is going places. We're getting some amazing guests. We've been on a bit of a roll. Thank you so much, Jason, for for being part of the show. And I mean it. I I think it's time that we have Lucas on. He cracks me up, and I want to know. We kind of got the Lucas story from Jason, and I, I I think we could do the same thing. We might be able to get a bit of the Jason story from. Lucas. Let's do that. Thank you so much. Taking the time, I'm following at FlexDepose and JW Lacey on Twitter, and I think everybody else should too. Um, That's pretty much it. That's the show, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If uh, you like what's happening, don't forget. Just take it. Just take a second right now. It doesn't take long. Go onto your your podcast app. Give us a rating. It helps us so much. Um, if If you write something, that's great too. It just really helps people find us, and, and we definitely love all the support you guys are giving. Corey Hicks, dude, you're just killing it. And I am so appreciative of all of the, the nice shout-outs, all of the, the kind words, and you're just... I am at a loss. As you guys know, I get a little weird when people show a lot of support, but uh, that's a good sign. This is a good sign when I'm a little tongue-twisted. I uh, it's, it's very nice, Corey, so thank you so much. I'm also seeing my boy Seamus out there killing it uh you hit a major milestone you guys should go follow Seamus on on the twitter he has a twitter handle just like me Seamus Mullins Seamus like my boss's dog and Mullins like 
I don't know, there's probably a basketball player named Mullins or Seamus. You need to help me out here, man. Anyway, S-E-A-M-U-S-M-U-L-L-I-N-S is a super long plug for Seamus, but he's my boy. Um, Oh, and also uh, Fiona McKinnon. Big shout out to Fiona. She's killing it over on the Twitch just like Corey Hicks is. Okay, so Fiona is Zeranix Z, yes, Z, U R A N I I X, and Corey is chicks underscore 18. Some good stuff going on over there. I would love to start doing some, some Twitch stuff, but I don't think that I would have uh, the regularity. So check these guys out instead. I really wanted to do, I was playing, there's this weird thing that happened. Somebody created the GoldenEye multiplayer thing on computer this was like the first computer game pc game i played out in a long time i wanted to do some some twitch stream of that but after three matches i realized nobody wants to watch blood roll over the screen constantly um so i won't do that uh, but if you want to check out any of the stuff that i'm doing great place to start is at we the some really cool stuff happening over there you can find nerdflix and chill it's a movie podcast with me and gary taru it publishes on itunes and google play every friday it's also on youtube.com last week we did some movies like sausage party and shawshank redemption we do a review of the new movie and a spoiler cast of the old movie you can also find me on if we ran nintendo with bobby the nintendo guru pauls that's on itunes soundcloud google play and youtube.com slash nintendo guru man this is uh this is it you guys i can't believe we did it We finally did episode 46. I can't believe it. This. Wait, why did I do this weird? I got to start this like everything else. Otherwise, this is episode 46 of We The Gamer Cast. It is now in your ears. Thank you again for listening. I'm going to be back next week. I hope you are too. Here is. Wait, is this the guy who is on the show? Jason! Why did my voice do this weird thing? Jason! It's hi, Jason. Jason! 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 Well, here's what I'm just going to say, because if, you don't, if you've listened to We the Nerdy anytime, you know that at the very end, after, after Sean's outro, he always has a little special sound bites he likes to play. And now it's going to be so fitting this week, because both our names are on the show, and it's just going to make it that much better. Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!